Hello and welcome to Isolated 8 podcast episode number 20. So before we start talking about this week's guest, um, I put something very small together, but it means a whole load to me. Uh, on the outro of the song now, or outro of the podcast now, uh, you'll hear two of my three boys, the, the, the youngest fellow is too small to be talking. He doesn't say anything apart from daddy's a fucking idiot um but he uh yeah, yeah but the other two i've put a little bit of cool stuff on on the end uh added a bit of music to it so uh, again nothing to you guys but means the world to me um on to this week's guest we have shabba uh leon madigan aka shabba so shabba is a young upcoming hip-hop grime uh mc rapper uh real cool guy full of energy full of life full of fun um so yeah had a really cool chat with him uh we had lots of laughs uh, it was the first time that we'd ever spoken, so uh, connected instantly and had a real good conversation. So really enjoyed it. Um, we get a bit deep, and, and there's a couple of touching kind of parts to to the podcast as well. So uh, a real variation. Um, cool musician, man. I'm a hip hop head, and and um, you know, grime isn't something that I've been massively into, but listening to a couple of his tracks, "Shoot My Shot" and "25," especially, which isn't a grime song, it's definitely more of a story. Um, and and listening to some of his other stuff, uh, really really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, yeah, so so we linked up, had a really cool chat, and uh, I hope you enjoy the chat as much as I do. So um, if you want to find him, you can find him on Spotify as Leon Shabba Madigan, or if you want to hook up on Instagram, it's Shabba underscore official underscore. So uh, really enjoyed this one. I hope you enjoy it too, and I hope you enjoy the outro. Peace. So welcome to the Isolated 8 podcast. This week's guest is Leon Madigan, a.k.a. Shabba. Uh, Shabba is a UK MC um, based now in Ireland. MC, hip-hop artist, grime artist, a bit of a bit of everything, a bit of an all-rounder. How are you getting on, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very, very well, man. Very, very well. Yeah, 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 yeah. All good, mate. We can hear all good. We're we're good. So, Shabba, before we start talking about your music and before before we start talking about where you're based now and how you got there, I want to kind of go and and discuss your origins in music and the reason that you started rhyming, the reason that you started putting words together, maybe some of your influences as a kid. What what, what kind of stuff uh, got you into hip-hop, man? Um, Music, basically, like, growing up in London... I kind of grew up when like grime really first kind of like kicked off, like originated. Like that was like the London thing. Like that was it. Like, it was more than music. It was kind of like how can I say? It was more. It was more like a lifestyle. Like the way you talked, the way you dressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it was a lifestyle. So like I grew up around them times. Like being outside kicking football, being in school, people would always kind of like freestyle. Like you know, cuss each other, take the piss at each other. Yeah, we're just yeah, like yeah, freestyle yeah. on the stairs in classes at the back of the class we'd be banging the table making beats taking the piss out of each other but like i don't know i never really wanted to do to do music when i was young i wanted to be a vet like i know it's pure random yeah i wanted to be a vet you know but mm, i wanted to be a vet and then a dentist I don't know, some random shit, but I don't know, it's pure random. But music, I say my dad played a big part in like music. I don't I never realized it at the time, but like there was always music playing in the house. And then like even when we yeah, were going yeah. driving around 
driving around and stuff like that. Like he'd always be playing like drum and bass, the likes of 50 Cent and all of that. Like he had a good taste in music. So that's why I think I get my kind of taste from. Like I think that kind of reflects on my music, the way that I don't just do one genre. I kind of like experiment into loads of different ones because I'm just used to being brought up around good music, I'd say. Okay, think, okay. Yeah. And what kind of, I mean, when you're talking, so how old are you now, Bod? I am 26, but I look 18. <laughs> so so i'm just trying to think of kind of you know when you're saying that because I'm, I'm older than you man i'm nearly 40 years of age and and the hip-hop that i was growing up on was kind of what yeah, would be classed yeah. as old school stuff now right so what mm-hmm. kind of things were who who were the artists that were coming on the scene back then when you were i mean i'm a big kano fan was it was kind of yeah. but he's more south london so who would be in in north london i'd only be knowing really me, myself the kind of no. gets and retro to it a kind of Tottenham way so but again kind of I'm not versed on the grime scene what kind of artists would you have been yeah, listening yeah. to or would have been big when you were when they got you into it um when I first started uh, it was gigs gigs really. okay gigs was gigs was the first person that like you know back in the day we used to have like phones and used to send people stuff off like infrared remember infrared yeah 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 yeah, you yeah, put, yeah, yeah yeah you have to pair the phone next to each other yeah I remember yeah. what one day after school, I like, was sitting outside, like we were waiting to play football or something. And one of my friends came over and he was like, yo, my brother's just after sending me this song. Have you heard this? It's called Talking the Hardest. And we were like, yeah, man. Because like when, when, when back in those days, when you lived in an area, like I was in Northwest. So like, you know, all the people that are doing music in your area. So like yeah, in yeah, your yeah. area and you see these people, you're like, oh shit, there's my man over there. Like, oh shit, there's my man. There's nines. There's that. Like you're like, oh shit. Like you get kind of starstruck. But Giggs was the first person that, had gotten out of his area and people in other areas were playing him and no one didn't didn't not like him like they were all like oh shit that shit is hard so like yeah, I, was out, I, was, I was living in yeah. Lanzarote when that came out man and I remember yeah. a young lad uh London Jimmy we used to call him and he played me the song yeah walking <laughs> out yeah everybody in the club be snorting my yeah. Charlie I was like Charlie, yeah man yeah. look at this fella he's hardcore bro uh-huh. yeah 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 yeah. That that's like the I don't know that should just get changed to the national anthem of England or something. I don't think anyone <laughs> in England just likes that song. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh um, man, and um, yeah, and so Northwest would have been from again my knowledge going back like Doc Brown. He's from that way, right? I think he's. Uh, do you know Doc Brown? He was a he was a hip hop artist. Is now fucking a comedian, and he's rapping about tea and doing fucking shit like that. But he's oh, uh, is, is that like the mixed race guy? Is he kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He used yeah, to be on yeah. like BBC Three and stuff like that. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't know his rap stuff, go and check out his Fire in the Booth. Uh, he's he works a lot with Logic and um with who's the other guy, man? The Asian guy with who's always spitting knowledge. Oh man, his name escapes oh, me, and it's going to drive me low mad. Low key or something, is it? Low key, that's the low one, key, man. Yeah. So low key, and so that comedian Doc Brown, right? He he used to do some some real underground hip hop stuff, man. He was one of the yeah. battle rappers and and stuff like that. But I think a lot of comedians, or sorry, a lot of rappers. A lot of them could be comedians, you know. There's certainly that element mm-hmm. to it. Like your, I listen to to a few of your Saturday free freestyle Saturdays, man, and yeah. uh, you know, there's certainly an element of comedy in there, you know. And and, <laughs> and your song "Shoot My Shot" as well has certainly got elements yeah. of comedy in there. And um, is it something that you you've thought about, or, or or even kind of you know, do you realize? I mean, who who else could I reckon? Like R A R A the Rugged Man, uh, Eminem. They come. It, uh, yeah. What's the the lunacy right you know these guys as well as having punchlines they're punchlines that rhyme but they're just so clever with it and so witty with it you know um Mm -hmm. 
is it something that you work on that side of things yeah i tried I, not really not really i just put it in there because I, I like to well i like to think that i'm funny like i like i don't know i don't like to take myself serious and then i find like you know when i listen to music sometimes like you know if i'm in a bad mood like i don't want i know everyone's different but i don't want to listen to something that is going to make me cry like i want to escape reality when i put my headphones in so i kind of yeah, yeah. try to like i try to get a message across but i try to throw in some something witty and funny so people could be like they they, they laugh they'll be like oh i can relate to that like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and do you think like, that comes from the school days when you were just cussing each other yeah i definitely. suppose a lot definitely. of that's got to come yeah. from that right and, you know? and even at even at home my mom and dad roast me so i'm used to it. my mom always roast me <laughs> my mom's always yeah. taking the piss out of me that's what you always. want though right keeps you grounded right yeah um and and so let's talk about some of your music so um i can see that king of the south was was, was the big album that came out there recently enough and mm-hmm. um you were telling me before there was a bit like there was a bit of a hiatus or a bit of a break you know putting that together tell me again what what why that happened man um you, you were yeah. spitting grime and 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 go on i'll let you tell the story dude yeah, so basically, like, uh, when I first started making music, I put on my SoundCloud, I put out, like, three or four mixtapes, and they were all mainly, well, they all, were, all, all the songs were grime. And, like, at the time when I put them out, like, people in my town were like, oh, that's good, like, everyone was liking it. But, like, when it came to, like, approaching people on radio stations and stuff like that, they basically just said to me, look, there's no market for that in this country, and no one's going to be able to relate to it. But I was like, people that I know that haven't grown up where I've grown up are relating to my music. And I'm not talking about like stupid shit, like, oh, I got a gun, I shoot your cat and nah, and I like my pussy fat. And you know, just some stuff like that. Like, I'm not talking, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to like, you know, when I make a song, I feel that like I make a song. Like it's not like loads of random shit put into one. So they were basically, yeah, they yeah, basically yeah. just said to me, to just put it in a nice way, they were just like to me, fuck off. Like, it's not gonna work, blah, blah, blah. So I took a break and I was, I was thinking to myself, like, right, I know that this is not shit because I listen to other people in this country. And no offense to anyone else making music, but I think that, like, I don't know. I just think that what they play on the radio is not representative of what talent is in this country. Like, they just play it. Yeah, yeah, off yeah, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just play it based off of who knows who and who and who knows that. There's no one that really, like, has an ear to the streets and goes around from town to town. Like, they, they think that Dublin is the only place that has music. It's not. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. The, the, the way I look at it is like, if I'm in Clonmel, right? If I get a show in Galway, I don't know, Galway, Cork, flipping Kilkenny, Limerick, the likes of that, and get fans in all those places, then I more or less have more fans than someone has in Dublin. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a but good like, team for hip-hop in Cork, man. So um, yeah. have, you, show have you played in Cork? Yeah, where, yeah, where yeah, did I had you play? What Cork. venue? I played in um oh shit it's gone out of my head ah man it's that big one it's got like three stories is it the right no not the right venue that's it in Dublin Cypress Avenue yeah. that's it or something like Cypress that. Avenue yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I used to work in that place when I first well. moved to Ireland man say yeah. that again I got performance of the night as well just thought I'd throw that in there though happy uh, days mate boom. yeah yeah happy good days good way to start boom. the year. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Cypress Avenue is a nice venue. I went to see Maverick Sabre there. I've seen Jizza up on that stage, yeah. man, from Wu-Tang. Um, he was dog shit that night, mate, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, I was so disappointed. He, he just put no effort in whatsoever. He's just a 50-year-old dude just, you know, saying the same lyrics he's said for the last 20 years just with no passion. You know, I was very did disappointed. Good, but did he, did he have a good turnout? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a mad, mad audience as well because you had youngsters that obviously kind of, you know, everyone knows Wu-Tang, right? So even if you're a yeah. young hip-hop head who's in his early 20s, you're going to go and see someone from the Wu-Tang. Um, and then you had people my age in their in their late 30s, early 40s that were there that, that grew up on Wu-Tang, you know? So, Wu-Tang, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he had a good crowd there, but the performance I was disappointed with. But um, yeah, Cork's got a decent hip-hop scene. There's, there's a collective here called the Cutting Heads, right? And yeah. they started um they started off there was four or five djs that and or, or guys that were trying to put on nights one might be a dj another might be a dj there was a promoter here and a promoter there and and they were all kind of doing their own thing and and only doing all right at it you know um yeah. and then they all came together and set up this collective. Now I was in a really lucky position at the time when they were setting that up. I was opening a bar in 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 a complex here, um, mm-hmm. and it was called Urban Jungle, and it was very hip hop based, you know. Um, yeah. And I managed to get them to use that venue as well. It was a, it was a mutually beneficial thing. We like they used the venue every Thursday night to come and meet and play some tunes and bring a crowd along. Um, but it was also them setting up to to kind of go on to, to to other things as well. But they've brought the likes of Jest and uh, Jam Baxter and Dirty Dyke over from the UK. They've had some big artists come over, you know. Um, yeah. But there's some decent rappers that are on before all these guys. There's a guy Speculative Fiction that I see that is um, very very good um and there's a young lad here called trigger or triggs trigger i think his name is um and i saw the other day that he's doing a song with the outlaws who were kind of two packs cronies back in the fucking day and the videos of them in amsterdam smoking weed together doing a song together i was like right. fucking hell man a young lad from corks managed to do oh, that so yeah. you know yeah there's definitely kind of a scene for it here in ireland you know um mm-hmm. where's the best venue that you've played in ireland so far and what's been your kind of your standout nights best venue. i haven't had that much shows like i to be honest i've only had four shows and two of them were in the one place so i've had one in i've had two in a pub where, where i live like gleason's I've yeah, had yeah, yeah. They, were, they, they were shocking I ain't gonna lie that was back when I first started my confidence was at like an all time low like I was pure shit, shy and yeah shit yeah, yeah. My, but everyone goes through that like you know you gotta of course you have to what was the turnout like for that though Shabba how many uh, how many folk were there the, the first time I done it I got a good turnout because I say the first time I done it it was more people being like you know when people haven't seen something been done before yeah, yeah, so yeah. they wanna go and see what it's like and a couple of my friends were there it was good the first time the second yeah, yeah, yeah. time, it, it, the second time, I ain't gonna lie, the, the the turnout was awful. Like there was barely any people in there, handful, just me, and my friends, and a couple yeah, of yeah. other people. But like it was the night before electric picnic. But to be honest, I don't know. But to uh, where where I am now to where I was then is completely different. Like yeah, I reckon man. if I had it again now, like I don't mean to sound big headed or confident or cocky. Like I'm not. Well, I'm confident, but I'm not cocky. But like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd I'd have a way better turnout. As yeah, I'd have a way better turnout now because, like, what I've learned, I whenever I have a show now, I say it to the my lads, my friends that I bring with me. I'm like, I don't care if there's eight people in here or eighty. Like, they're getting it's the same show. Like, this is our night. Like, we're coming to take over. That's the way I approach yeah, every man. show now. Before I never and as well, like then that. it's it's how you market that as well, right? So I again, exactly. I'm a big fan of this yeah. rapper called Luna Luna C, right? And he did a, a a tour last year just around the UK. Uh, you know, I'd say probably five or six gigs uh, around yeah. the UK. Um, and one of the lines that stood out from the little documentary, someone followed the tour. It's about forty five minutes. It's worth checking out. Um, 
because it's him and a couple of his pals that I think there's kind of like maybe four rappers that come on and, and then a yeah. couple like you know, a, a guy doing the merch and stuff like that and, and a DJ, mm-hmm. right? And they're going around together. But like he was saying, he was one photo, he goes, yeah, look, there looks like there's fucking loads of people there. And he turns around to the camera and he goes, all it is, it's about fucking with people's perceptions, making you think, making them, making them think that you're bigger than you are until you're yeah. actually that big, you know? Exactly. And he was like, there was yeah. literally this photo with about eight people in the crowd, but the way the photo was taken, you'd swear the place it looks like there's packed, loads. Like, you know? yeah. yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. So that's the that's thing with music, yeah. Like a lot of it is fake it till you make it. Like you yeah, see people yeah. on in, you see people on Instagram, like other rappers. I, I go on their pages and I see they got like eight thousand followers, nine thousand followers. But then yet when I click on their pictures, they're getting sixty likes. Like how does that add up? Like do you know, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just all fake. Like people be like, they'll be on Spotify, right? They'll have three songs out. And you'd like only three songs out, right? Released, they'll have like fifteen thousand monthly listeners, and one of their songs would be on like twenty thousand plays. And it's like, how are you getting that? Like, the yeah, people yeah, are obviously yeah, yeah. Buy, they're buying it. If they're not, then like fair play. But like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know a, how yeah, man, Instagram there, but I, I when I set up the Instagram page, I was there just trying to kind of build a following, you know, yeah. and I've got about 500 or so, 550, something like that now, but I got a band Fair because play, I had to follow about fucking 3000 people to do that. Right. But again, yeah. how much of them actually give a fuck about the podcast and, and do anything, exactly. you know, it, does it stand for actually anything when you look at your actual amount of monthly listeners and stuff, it's a, exactly. it, there's, there's a vast number. It's all about perception, you know? Um, yeah. But again, for me now, I've kind of, I, it's given me the time over this last week that I've been banned to build the Instagram page. I've got some really nice kind of posts that I'm ready to put out when, when I'm alive yeah. again on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. Because I've been finding that I'm contacting most folk for the podcast through Instagram, do you know? So I want the yeah. page to look half decent at least, you know? Um, yeah. But I think it's, uh, yeah, like you say, a lot of it is perception, but then, you know, when you look into it, it's a fair bit of bullshit. And and Instagram yeah. said to me, they, they, they banned me, but they were like, it, it looks like you could have gone to a third party company here to buy. Why did they ban you? Uh, because too, liking too many people. I must have followed too many people uh, too quickly, you know, just going, oh, he might like it, he might like it, he might like it, and just trying to put it out there. But they they kind of suggested that I got a third-party company to do it. So there is obviously kind of ways to do that, right? But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's again, it's not authentic. It's not going to fucking buy you shit. So, yeah, um, nah. And then uh, one question that I've got for you. So obviously I've only started fucking with Spotify recently. I've always listened to Spotify and used it to listen to music, right? But in yeah. terms of putting stuff and posting it up to it, I mm-hmm. – I ha- I've only started doing that with this podcast and I see that you're verified. How long, like what's the process for that and how does that work? Or have you got an idea? Like what, what's the, how do you, how do you manage that? Not that I'm looking to do it until it's built its own way, you know? Um, but what is the process for that? Uh, when I basically, when you make music, like you have to go with, you have to find a distributor to distribute it. So I use DistroKid. What? No, no I use TuneCore. I use TuneCore. I use DistroKid now. And when I set up TuneCore, like one of the perks I think of using TuneCore was that I get verified as an artist. So like I don't I don't know how you'd I don't know how you'd go about it for doing a podcast. I'm not podcast sure. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you need a do you need a distributor Maybe as well, the- yeah? Yeah, so I use Anchor FM as my kind of host. It hosts the podcast and then distributes it through to like Apple and Spotify and Google and all them them heads, yeah. you know. So it's a similar sort of thing. Now, there's I was toying with Acast. I listened to Acast. I use Acast and I started moving stuff over. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm and, and I stopped it. Then I went back to Anchor just because I was comfortable and, and I was kind of thinking if it's not broke, don't fix it. But I think there are other benefits and perks with Acast. Like when I listen to an Acast hosted podcast, even if it's on Spotify, 
Spotify or Apple. So, for example, Hip Hop Saved My Life with Ramesh Ranganathan, the comedian. Um, I yeah. listen to that weekly, you know. Um, and at the start of that, they do kind of an Acast Presents kind of advert of a different podcast every week, you know. Um, yeah. And 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 it's local to where you live. So I had the advert come on for this this couple there that were doing a podcast, a couple of Irish, like an Irish lad and an Irish girl, and it was cringeworthy advert. If I'm honest with you, like I never would <laughs> listen to it, right? I was looking at Jesus, who'd want to listen to that? Well, obviously, there's a market for it, right? Um, but that was the advert. So I was like, if I move over to Acast, even if I get that advert put out once in a while, it might be worth the while of moving over, you know. But um, yeah. again, it's all it's all trial and error for me, man. Um, and then talking about Instagram again, your Freestyle Saturdays, how how did that come about and what was the reason and, and why did you pick Saturday? Is it a favourite day or what's the story? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, basically, like one of my friends, Hyphen, shout out Hyphen, he's like an artist from up in the north, sorry. North, north sorry, Jesus Christ, north somewhere, man. Yeah, he's up yeah. the north somewhere. I'm not sure if it's Derry or something like that. or I don't even know the name of places, okay. but he's up there. He does Freestyle Friday, so I didn't want to kind of like, that's something he does, so I didn't want to take yeah, yeah. his thing away from him, like. So I just yeah, do yeah, freestyle yeah. Saturdays. And basically, like, what they are is just some of them are just ideas I get on a Saturday or the night before or they're half-finished songs that I just put up. The only reason I've done it is because with this quarantine stuff, like, all my music videos now, they're all gone. So I have nothing to keep people engaged and what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. To be honest, like, you can ask anyone that knows me. I hate using the internet. Like, I hate posting stuff. I don't like living my life on the internet. I, I live my life in real life. Okay. Like, I don't... I don't feel the need to tell everyone what I'm doing. Like, you know, I just yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just re- really reserved like that. I like to keep myself to myself. Okay. And then people, people be like, well, why do you do music then? And I'm just like, it's good, good point. It's but your outlet though, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, it's my outlet. That's like, your outlet no, though, man. Do you know what I mean? If you don't yeah. want to put it all over Instagram, you just put all that info and all that, all that heart and all that feeling. Not that there's a lot of heart and feeling sometimes yeah. on Instagram, but you know what I'm saying? You put it into your music instead, man. Mm-hmm. And that's like cool. My Instagram, and that's my how Instagram people yeah like in real life i'm leon on instagram i'm shabba yeah. so like you, you see what right. shabba does so like on my instagram from now on <laughs> it's gonna be like yeah when i go studio like you'll see pictures auto related with music like you won't see any right. pictures of like my private life my social life and that yeah, like, that's yeah, for me yeah, like, yeah. you know keep I, that I separate yeah 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 i keep that separate like you know yeah 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 and and again but they're funny and I, I, they're funny because i like the way you just take the piss out of yourself as well man like I, you know i've already <laughs> mentioned that before you got no fear of doing that it's a it's a good trait man and and i suppose like when you know i say it to my son right so my i've got three kids right and my oldest one's mm-hmm. got asperger's right so he's on the autistic spectrum right and and yeah. he is very black and white there's no gray areas with him right so he'll just say mm-hmm. what he thinks and 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 say you know you'll be talking about something and if you're wrong he will definitely correct you and he'll do it yeah. so bluntly that you're like oh man that fucking hurts right? <laughs> but but really like in his head he's like but you're wrong and obviously you want to be right next time so i'm telling you right but um yeah. It's yeah. certain things like the, and you know, he's when he's taking the piss, he's he's happy to take the piss out of someone, and it's generally the middle guy, right? The the his his yeah. younger brother, yeah. but the middle guy that gets it, and sometimes he gets <laughs> some hurtful fucking shit, man. And I'm like, no worry. He goes, yeah, but it was funny, Dad. And I'm like, well, then point that direct at yourself, right? I said, if you take the piss out of yourself rather than someone else, right, no. you'll get a lot more laughs for it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. man, it's uh. I think the battle rapping and 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 like you were saying at school when you're playing music on the desk and cussing each other, you come yeah. up with a way of, of of finding funny things about people. But I think sometimes if you just point that in your own direction, you're gonna get a lot more giggles for exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Like in school, I used to get roasted. Like I used to be fat. They used to call me like Homer Simpson. 
Homer Simpson, Homer Simpson, <laughs> Chloe. That's what they used to call me. And I used to have like really bad dandruff, like when I was younger. And I remember like when I was in year seven, the year 11s used to come over in the mornings. They used to be like, hey, bruv, come here. And they'll start rubbing my head. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? They'd be like, man's getting some sugar in it. Because I had dandruff. They used to shake my head fuck and be like, sake. they're getting some sugar. You know what I'm saying? And then my mum wondered why in school, yeah, why in school I was getting all flipping in trouble all the time. You got to just, I don't know, from a young age, you just got to learn to just um, stand up for yourself. Like. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I don't I take that. myself seriously. So I was just, I'm just used in, to getting roasted, like. <laughs> yeah. And then in the um, in in one of the there was a couple of things that popped out. I can't remember which freestyle Saturday it was, but there was a couple of lines mm-hmm. in it, and it was in the same same track. And you were talking about risky roads, right? So yeah. is, is, are you oh, talking you know about, about the, the guy who the guy who does the yeah, videos, Ronnie. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rooney, Rooney, yeah, Rooney, yeah, yeah, Rooney, yeah, yeah. Rooney, yeah. yeah. And uh, is is that something that you grew up on listening to and, and looking at the videos that he was putting yeah. out? Yeah, because like, as I was saying, you know, when you were younger, like there wasn't really, the internet wasn't as big as it was now. So like DVDs was yeah. the way you'd get to hear about like rappers and stuff from other areas. You know, Risky Roads was the grime DVD where you had people from all other areas on it. So like he would go down to East London, film Gets and that, and then they'd go up to North, film Skepta and all of that. And then some DVDs you'd get like, Editions of people like from different areas meeting up with each other and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyone who doesn't know Risky Roads may know Grime Gran. He's, yeah, he's his, Nan. Yeah, his Nan. Fuck yeah. me, man. She's unbelievable, isn't she? So yeah, uh, for anyone listening that doesn't know, like, so this, you know, uh, Shavas just explained who Risky Roads was, right? You went around doing these videos and putting them together and, and punting out CDs of all these these artists. But his nan, uh, he used to do a lot of the cutting and editing and stuff in his bedroom. So his nan got to know all of these rappers when they were younger. All the guys, um, yeah. And now kind of, the yeah, all the big stars. So like you've got Getz and Retri too and Kano and all these people that, that are now big stars and and known as fi- founders of grime um go and visit his nan and have chats about the olden days yeah, man yeah. and she cuts into Funny. him she don't give a fuck yeah man. she's brilliant yeah she's, she's proper she's, she, she's got no chill she just says it straight it's funny yeah so yeah funny. yeah you're taking yeah. fucking liberty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all good man um i think we touched on it earlier when the recording went all tits up on us but you're obviously not from ireland but you're based in tipperary right so um you moved over there when you were how old i was 17 2011 i moved over here yeah, yeah, yeah so you've been age. here a while now how are you finding yeah. it living in ireland what, what's your thoughts on it um when i first came over i ain't gonna lie i absolutely hated it i found it so hard to settle in i felt different like the way i dress the way i talk even to this day the way i talk is not the way i actually talk if you get what i'm saying like if i talk to my friends from england on the phone like that's the way i talk like like, i don't know it's just different the way i talk you've had to tone it down a little bit yeah i've had to i felt like i've had to mature way quicker than what i've what I would have had to if I was still in England. But it's probably a good thing, like, you know, but like I've met some good people over here. Like everyone's really yeah. friendly over here, made some good friends. But when I first moved over, oh man, the first two years were really hard. Missed all my friends, found it so hard to settle in. Felt like I had nothing. You in to school as well then, no? Nah, no, nah, I wasn't. I moved no, over here. I was okay. Yeah, I was I was done. I was in I would have been in my first year in college in England and I moved. I was doing arts. I was doing art and design or something like that, yeah. 
yeah. And again, that's even tougher to a degree because, I mean, I did a similar sort of thing and moved over, but at least I got to go. I didn't like the school and I didn't stay there very long, right? But at least I got a kind of few mates from it and stuff like that, you know, and Mm. introduced to soccer. And and I think something a good friend of mine always said, if you can play soccer and and go and kick ball, then you'll always find a group of mates fairly quickly when you move somewhere, you know, and I've been very lucky with that. I've moved around a lot and and had that. Um, And and then kind of music-wise, so... Go on, now go, 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 go. Yeah. yeah, no, when when I moved over here, like, my cousin, because you know the way I used, I always used to come over here, like, twice a year, like, my cousin Joey, like, I've, I've, I had him, obviously, so, like, I got to know, like, all his friends, but there's, there's a difference between, like, I don't mean this as disrespect to any of them, because they're still my friends to this day, good friends as well, but it's like, do you know, it's, there's a difference between making friends with other people's friends and making your own friends. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Like, I do. You know that they've kind of been asked to fall in here and, and help you out a bit, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, kind yeah. Of, because it's your mate, mate. And then you probably yeah. go off and find your own kind of gang as well then eventually. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. you'll always yeah. have the respect for what they did for you, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I do. No, we're all still friends to this day. But, like, it's just, like, I found it just hard because I like music, clothes and dumb shit like that. Not saying that they like that. They don't like that stuff. But, like, when I first came over here, could you imagine the way I dressed, like, pants hanging down around my ankles like big baggy clothes hats and everyone over here is wearing like tight fitted stuff and i'm like yo well go on what are you saying and they're like well what what do you mean what am i saying i'm like what are you saying they're like oh, 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 oh. it's just uh, it's hard it's really hard it was tough yeah yeah. Mm. and what's clonmel like is it like uh is it is it a big town or is there is there a, a decent scene there for you to kind of fall into or was it is it all very different did you have to kind of adapt I think Clonmel is, is the biggest inland, I don't know, inland town. I, I'm probably wrong. Like, I know nothing. I don't even know the name of the road around the corner from me. Like, that's how bad I am. But, like, <laughs> uh, I think, no, Clonmel is a nice place. Like, people here, people here are cool. They look out for each other. Music-wise, there's a lot of band stuff, like, you know. There's not really a lot of people doing the music that I'm doing. So, I find that it gets, like, yeah, looked yeah. down upon. Like, the last time yeah, I yeah, had yeah. two shows. The last time I had two gigs, I didn't get paid for it because apparently it was an experiment because no one likes that music. I felt like saying no one likes that music because you don't give it a chance. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get yeah, about yeah. next next time I have a show down here, but he's paying me. I don't give a fuck. I'm not yeah, doing it yeah, for free. Yeah. It costs me. It costs me money about then to make the, uh, music. Yeah, yeah. And are you thinking that like you you know you you said that the last time your albums or your your mixtapes came out and were very grime heavy and you had to go and adapt yeah. right and came back with an. Yeah. A, a, would you ever thought for a live show if people like a band and there's plenty of bands around like have you ever thought about doing a bit of fucking spitting over over a band doing the beats for you the reason yeah, that i that, asked yeah. that i know it's something that you know it's uh yeah. it certainly can be done and you're getting a crossover then do you know what i mean you're kind of you're getting yeah. a mix of all their kind of uh again something to think about man if, if that's what i'd be looking at if yeah. people just want bands and you want to introduce spitting so put a fucking drummer and a couple of guitarists or yeah. one guitarist and a bassist and then you just do your fucking spitting the lyrics and let them sing the background yeah <laughs> a, a good, crossover. A, that's a good i had that idea thought of like one of my good friends johnny corbett is a drummer we were gonna. We've talked about this plenty of times. Getting a live band and me like doing covers of songs or even doing some of my own songs over it. But like this Corona has just just yeah, slowed down shook everything, man. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just slowed down the everything. Like I was gonna try and set up my own my own show. I was gonna rent out a place and I was gonna get like different acts from all over the country. Like my friends up in Dublin, a couple yeah, people yeah, from yeah. Cork. I was gonna get local people from Clonmel and make a night of music. So it's not just my music, but it's like. You've got loads of different yeah. types of music. So, like, people can bring their parents, their grandparents, whatever, 
you have every genre. Yeah, yeah, and that's everyone will be happy, like yeah, is that, yeah. That's why that's what it, I was planning to do in the summer, but Corona's just killed that now. So the uh, another in your freestyle Saturday, you bring up Top Boy and uh, again yeah. Kano and and Asher D and all them. Like, is they're, they're obviously yeah. rappers that I'm 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 aware of and know of. Kano, I'm a huge fan Damn, of. Kano's been, only a couple. You've been doing your research, but you've been listening to my freestyle Saturday. I listen to your music, Damn. but then like yeah. when, when I listen to a coffee, that's it, man. I listen to the music and then I pick bits out that resonate with me. And Top Boy, something I've, I've you know I'm yeah. a big Top Boy. The the show was a great show, but Kano yeah. and uh, he's, I'm season? a huge yeah. Kano fan, man. Yeah, it was good. It was good, man. Very good. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I think the Netflix kind of added to it. You know, they've brought that international yeah. vibe to it as well, which mm-hmm. is good. But um, a lot more attention. Yeah, to it. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Kano's music is something I've I've kind of grown up on. I was living um, in in kind of East London or or on the border between East London and Essex uh, as as a kind of sixteen year old, right? 15, 14, yeah. 15, 16 year old. And Kano would have been a couple of years younger than me, but on Deja radio station and um, and then his albums as he's released them, I've kind of grown up and there's a lot of references of places like Hermit Road Barbershop. That's a place that I've been to. And, you know, there's all mm-hmm. these kind of references. So I've always been a huge Kano fan. Um, yeah. But again, something that you mentioned there, like in uh, the with, with the drummer. Top Boy's first two seasons, there's a there's a thing called Pros and Percussion, right? It's on YouTube. Top Boy mm-hmm. Pros and Percussion. And you have Kano, Asher D, Scorcher, and Sway all rapping, yeah. literally just over this dude playing the drums. Uh, Drumming, check yeah. it out, man, because it's, uh, uh, no, it's something. That. I've seen that already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like it, a little it, side. That's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it, it's dope, man. And again, like you were saying there, if you're getting your drummer mate to, to maybe and uh, literally to, to build a little band, it's kind of three people, you know, and and you yeah. um could be the way forward, man. There you go. I yeah, mean, I, yeah, I'm loving what you're doing. Tell me, a, t- can you tell me a bit more about Twenty Five, right? And and that song, that's the song that's resonated with me the most because I'm a hip hop head. Yeah. It's not grime. I don't see that as grime. That's yeah. stru- stru- like nah, just storytelling, right? So yeah, yeah. tell tell me about that one. Yeah, basically hip hop. Well, hip hop. I mean, Twenty Five is basically the intro to my album King of the South. And what I try to do with my intros is I try to make them draw you in. So, like with that, basically, I was just at that time. I was just going through some shit. I just felt like shit. Like, obviously, like my dad passed away and stuff like that. So, like, I don't really talk about stuff like that. But in that song, I don't know. There's just something with that beat. It just clicked with me it was that's why i was like paranoid thoughts in my mind i got a lot on my chest but i just keep it all inside stuff like that it's just i don't know do you know sometimes when you make music like when you hear a beat like a song when you there's just something clicks and then it doesn't even feel like you're writing it just flows off the top of your head 25 is one of those songs like i could probably never ever write a song like 25 again probably won't ever write yeah, a song yeah, like yeah. that again it, it's just one of them ones like that song probably has the most meaning to me out of all the songs that i've wrote that's the only song that like off my album when I played it to my mom, my mom looked at me and she's like, I'm so proud of you, like so proud of what you're doing and who you've become and stuff like that. And little shit like that means a lot to me. Like, man, it makes, yeah. That means yeah, everything, it, surely, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's top. Yeah, like that's worth more than 10,000 streams or an award or radio play. Like, you know, like that's my everything telling me that what I'm doing, she's proud of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 26. I didn't even, I still, to this day, I still don't even know what I want to do. Like I work in, retail working lifestyle shout out everyone that i work with but like 
Yeah, man. Up, and, up until Dude, then. Dude, I'm fucking 38, mate. I still don't know what I want to yeah. fucking be when I grow up. So don't worry about it, mate. I've got three kids I need to support. I do that. I work for that, right? But is it yeah. what I want to do? Is it fuck, mate? No. But again, yeah. that'll come. It'll come. You don't have to like, rush what, it. <laughs> see when see when you do your podcast. Like, is this what you want to do? Like, do you feel like if you could just... Like, yeah, man. I can't, like, yeah. this started with the lockdown, right? And it's something that I toyed with. I'm a big stoner and I felt there could be a good weed-based oh, podcast, yeah. right? And I, I know it's that it, from, your, from the intro. Yeah, yeah. Mind if I smoke a joint now? You fucking fire up like, there, bud. You fire up. Let's go, baby. Um, Woo! <laughs> so for me i'm i'm like it, i wanted to do a weed podcast for a long time i had yeah. a couple of ideas one uh everyone does it was one name mm-hmm. that i had and pass and pass to the left was something that i was toying with with a couple of me mates and we were going to go at it but i just never had the time i got three kids i play football my kids play sports and you know and i've also got to be a husband and, and go to work right so i just fucking mm-hmm. i just never had the time to do it and this corona came along and and gave me the time to, time and, to and not even just me but also other people right so like trying to get guests and trying to get people to come on and have a chat no one had the fucking time and then all of a sudden we were all sat there and i'd ask someone like yeah sure i'm doing nothing else yeah yeah i'll come on yeah yeah i'll come on and then so we started it just as that really and i thought oh it might last it might not last and it was very covid19 based the first few but then i know now i'm in yeah 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 yeah. you know it was because that was the theme at the time and then i kind of that's why i've revisited quite a few people because i was having interesting conversations i was having conversations with this interesting people about the same topic (laughs) so i thought right i'm gonna go back and and chat to people about them and and stuff so um yeah it's kind of developed into what it is now um and it's something that i'm definitely going to continue you know um there's no reason why i can't record one or two a week over the next kind of yeah well the covid19 yeah but i'm in going going forward hopefully one a week two a week because it's only kind of half an hour 45 minutes right it's easy enough Mm -hmm. but while this covid19 is kicking off i'm trying to talk to as many people as i can i don't have to release them today do you know what i mean like i can i can can release and and make it less covid19 and more about them and it doesn't really matter when when it goes out do you know what i mean so yeah i'm gonna keep at it man i think it's something I'm, i'm enjoying it it's building a bit of a following the views are growing or the or the listens are growing massively like i must say like it's it's growing bigger than i thought it would quicker um so yeah happy out with out you know happy with how it's going and see what can come of it man um like i, I don't know how i'd monetize it it's not something i'm thinking that i can turn into a full-time job if i'm honest yeah, i mean and nah. I, I know that there's people that do earn enough money out of it but yeah. um again kind of that's for for the future man let's just build a following and and then yeah. see um you know i know that a lot of podcasts use that patreon so it, mm-hmm. you can kind of put in a, a donation per Donate month them, even if yeah. it's just yeah, and even if it's just a quid a month that people put in, um, you know, it, it'll because there there is cost to the there's cost in in terms of this recording software and and the publishing software and and the distribution software. So like there is only a small cost, and and at the moment yeah. it's money that I'm probably not spending on going to the pub or kicking football. That yeah, costs, exactly. You know, you know a couple of quid a week. Yeah, so I don't mind it. Uh, exactly. So we'll you know it it we'll see. Um, but yeah, the way it is at the moment, man, I definitely think I'm going to carry on with it. Um, you should. What about you? What's your good. hopes? Thanks, man. Like, I appreciate I like that. the way you. Ha- I like the way you have a wide, uh, like wide vary vary of guests. Like it's not just like the one type. Like you have loads of different people. Like you have me. You've had you had a musician. Was the episode before a returning musician? Yeah, then Rory have, in the yeah, island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had the, the woman that was out in China. 
yeah 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 yeah, yeah. there's a few, again I'm, I'm trying to kind of you know mix it up in terms of yeah. like i know what i like right and i like having conversations so i've got a couple so i did one there the other day um but the recording just went tits up man like you think this was bad our internet dropped a few yeah. times at the start and we've, and we've done again right but the fucking the the last one that i did is with a young motorsport champion so he's a formula four motorsport champion of southeast asia right so he's uh but he's going to come on again next week and record with me, thankfully, because we had a nice chat, but it just didn't work like the recording was fucked. And it was purely just down to yeah. the, the bad weather over the last couple of days. And he lives a bit yeah. far out that, far that away, the weather was away. affecting it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So so I'm looking forward to getting him back on. And then I contacted a guy there um, a few weeks or last week who, who seems keen to come on. Um, and he's got some mad story. He's a young Scottish lad who mm-hmm. is a Rastafarian um, and has bought One a bit of land. That. Yeah, he's bought a bit of land <laughs> out in Jamaica, right? Him and his pal. Um, and they're building a yard, right? But I don't know if you've seen, there's there's a, a YouTube channel called Ra's Kitchen, right? R-A-S yeah. Kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. And on that, there's this guy who's a Canadian who goes visiting Jamaica to see this guy called Moko, who is a chef who lives kind of very primitive lifestyle out in out in his in his yard uh, is a pure rasta guy smokes a lot of herb and cooks with herb and does all this stuff so this guy met him and started filming him um mm-hmm. and in one of the episodes there the uh, the the guy uh, it the guy the canadian guy went and met the next door neighbor of this guy moko and it was this young scottish lad right um he can only stay there for six months at the time at the moment so he goes out for six months builds as much as he can of his yard and then leaves half of it fucking blows down over the winter and he comes back again and keeps rebuilding right so that's uh one is his name but he's a young scottish lad who's a who's a reggae artist who is based out in jamaica for half the time and based in scotland for half his time and thankfully he's in scotland at the moment i I reached out to him last week and he's well game on coming on for a chat so he's got some mad story as well you know so these are the kind of guests i'm trying to get like they're all building in terms of a following and 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 uh you know how popular these people people are and, and the stories they have and, and the interest gained from these people is going to grow right but again mm-hmm. i'm still trying to keep it as varied as possible i don't want it to be a music yeah. podcast or just a tv podcast yeah. or a book podcast that's, i'm trying to vary it up you know that's good though because that's the same with anything in life like the only way you get better at doing stuff is stepping out of your comfort zone like you know yeah man and funnily Same. enough, I, uh, I I spoke to a guy yesterday who is a founder of a website and a company. Um, he's got multiple businesses, an entrepreneur. His, his show's going out on Tuesday. And that's something that he said when he was setting up one of his businesses. And there's a little snippet that I took that I'm going to release onto Instagram. And he was like, don't worry about what this is and what it could be. Think about what you've learned. And that will, you know, if there's another, yeah. if you come up with another idea six months down the line that's pure gold, you've got half of the skills needed to get that up and running within a week exactly. rather than two months that you have now. Exactly. Um, and I was like, yeah, man, it, it makes sense. So, I mean, what next for you, Shabs? Because we're coming to 40 minutes, man. So we've had a good chat here. Um, what mm-hmm. is the, what's, what's the plans for you and where can people find you? Where do we follow you? The plans for me are... To, well, in five years' time, not even five years, sooner than that, I want to be an established name, like music and idol. Like, I want to be a, a pioneer of grime. Like, I want to be the first person. Well, right now, I think I am the first person that's done grime in this country to the level that I'm doing it, like getting on radio, getting shows, getting this, getting that, working with other artists. But I want I want people to be like, listen to my music and be like, oh, I want to do that. Like, I want to do grime. Like, everyone just wants to do the same thing, do drill and do stuff like this so like i want to inspire people to do what i'm doing like 
type of music I'm doing. I want to be a household name. I want to be the best in this country at what I do. Like anyone that does music and tells you they don't want to be the best, then why are you doing it? Like it's a sport. Music's a sport. Same with everything, it's a sport. The only reason, the only way you're going to be your best is if you aim to be the best. Like I don't do this for like, I do music because I love music. I don't do it because, oh, I want to get girls or want this or want that. I do music because it's something that I like doing. I like doing it in my spare time. It's a hobby. Like it's a passion, it's a hobby. And now I'm starting to see that like in this country, the scene's growing. There's a door there for me to actually try and make a career out of something that I love doing. So that's what I'm trying to do at the moment is make a career out of my passion. Mad that you say that. One one of the guys that I had on before is a photographer, right? And he's a professional photographer now, but the words he said, he goes, it's a hobby that just got out of hand. And that's what it's, you know, that's how you got to make it, man. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a hobby. And where do we find you, bro? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at official Shabba or Shabba official. I'm not too sure. I'm high now. So hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, Shabba official. I've got it here, bro. You're good. I'll yeah, save Shabba the day official. for you, man. Yeah, nice Shabba one. underscore official underscore. Official underscore. Yeah. And you can find me on Spotify at Leon Shabba Madigan. And I'm, I'm on every, any music, music streaming platform under Shabba, Leon Shabba Madigan. Yeah. thank you for your time today but i really enjoyed the chat i hope that uh, it was a pleasure and, man. and i'm worried right because because i had i had a bit of a toot there before right and when we had all these crossovers of right we, we had three minutes and then that fucking dropped yeah. and then we had seven minutes and that <laughs> dropped and now we've done 42 right and we've done good 42 my worry is that i've we've gone over the same thing twice and i'm thinking that it's come from before but listen it's been fun man i'll have a listen no, back no, and we'll work it all out um but thank you for your time thanks for coming on no really problem. Enjoyed it, man. And wishing yeah, you all the you. best for the future, bro. Thank you for having me. And same same to you. This is my dad's podcast. He's an isolated ape. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for your support. Mm-hmm.